When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, if you guys will remember, back on Valentine's Day, I told you about the man who finally came forward and identified himself as the person who won the record-setting $2.404 billion Powerball jackpot that was sold at an Altadena service station. Mm-hmm. Back in a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. Well, turns out part of the reason why it took so long for that guy to be identified is because a man named Jose Rivera claims that he was the one who actually bought the winning ticket from the service station on November 7th, the day before the actual drawing. Uh, He claimed that another man, identified only as Reggie, stole the ticket from him. And so he said that he is actually the rightful winner of the Powerball jackpot and called the California Lottery to have them investigate because it's his money, so he says. Right, and there is uh, there's a lot of these places, all well, all these gas stations or whatever have, have video. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, so they there there will be a, a resolution to this. They've reached out to the service station and they did not comment, but the California Lottery did say the California Lottery is not authorized to investigate criminal activity among its players. Such allegations are subject to investigation only by local law enforcement. Should a local law enforcement agency investigate such allegations, lottery's only role is to assist in the matter by answering questions or providing evidence as allowed under the law. So basically, uh, oh, and they added this. Further, when it comes to vetting the process for big winners, California Lottery has the utmost confidence in its process for doing so. California Lottery remains confident that Edwin Castro is the rightful winner of this $2.404 billion uh, prize from the Powerball drawing of November 2022. All right, so like, what if the dude goes into the service station, right, buys the ticket, Nobody thinks they're really going to win. He walks over to his buddy Edwin, yeah. or as he's known here, aka Reggie, Reggie yeah. and he goes, "Reggie, my man, this is a gift for you." You know, and then Reggie winds up winning, and now the guy who bought it, who thought it was one in ten billion to win, realizes I gave it to him. Now he says he stole it from me. Yeah, who knows who's telling the truth here is the question. But uh, remember, we found it odd that day when Lindsay told us the story that the person did not do the uh, was not present yeah. for the lottery announcement, right? For that presser. You know what I want to know? Did this, the theft of the ticket, supposedly occur before or after he found out that it was a winning ticket? Yeah. When did this because theft it, occur? It bought. The, it was bought the day before. So did it? Did there something happen like right there and then and there right. at the station where did it was Reggie grab right it away? Right. right away? Right. Right. Or was it so like? So oh, Ho- Jose Rivera, the guy who's claiming that it was stolen, yeah. says that uh, he bought it on November seventh, the day before the drawing. And that, uh, according to paperwork obtained by Eyewitness News here, ABC7, Rivera claims another man identified as Reggie stole the ticket. Rivera said after the winning numbers were drawn, he kept asking to get the ticket back, but Reggie allegedly refused. He claims Reggie threatened to destroy the ticket if he did not split the winnings. Well, I would have taken the split at that point. Why not? At that point, hey, give me $1.01 billion, and you take the other 1.01, and let's go in as friends, and we'll, we'll go halvesies on this thing. Don't destroy the ticket, Reg. You know? Well, it's too late now. Reg claimed all of it. What kind of idiot is going to say no, like, I'm not going to split it with you because I want all of it? At that point, you like your grandkids aren't even going to be able to right. spend all that it's money. Four, you're going to end up getting like 400, like, yeah. or nearly 500 million a piece. That's insane. Yeah. Wow. I still have the question that you have, Lindsay, which is 
how did you actually steal it? Like, was was the first guy walking down the street minding his own business? Somebody mugs him, takes his wallet, takes off, has the winning ticket, and he's like, hey, he stole that from me. No, I think they know each other. Or was it like they found out that this guy won and he didn't tell anybody, he didn't come forward, and he had it like hidden in his safe in his bedroom for the past three months or whatever, and he went in there one day. Well, my like guess this. is they didn't come forward because of all this drama. Wow, these are active imaginations but we've got. what if got. there was like a sophisticated heist where he got like, you know, he came in through the window and he he like busted open the safe and he stole wow, it. Wow, that like sounds crazy. Did he, have, did he have like a stethoscope? Yeah, one of those things. Where he could like hear the tick, 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 tick. Exactly. What would you do if you had a winning lottery ticket? Where would you hide it? Like, what would you even do with it? I'd go get a safety deposit box at the bank. Seriously. I no. wouldn't even know how to do that. No, you just no, walk into a no. bank and say... Yeah, you just tell them I want to I want to no. lease a safety deposit box. No. I wouldn't feel safe with you, that. You immediately go, I got the winning numbers. Let's get in the car. Let's drive to yeah. Sacramento. I would go right to the... And, yeah, I was going to say... I'd go right That's there. where I'm going. Well, yep. but if you got to wait, if you got to take your time... If you go to Sacramento, you need to get a lawyer first. You need to get like an accountant. You need to get all those things lined up before you oh. claim that prize. Oh, not me. Couldn't, couldn't you not give me. it to them and then be like, hey, this is my ticket. I'm this is why I to told you. you and the, then we'll call the you, attorney. You asked me who the first person I would call was. It you, would be Key. You yeah. did say that. Because uh, no. Key is rich. Yeah, and but, Key has all these people that I need. Yeah, but if you're a regular guy and you have the winning ticket... And you look at it, you don't think to yourself, lawyer, accountant. You should. I, I gotta no. Here's what you do. You call my guy, Travis, over here at the arena, who we'll see tonight, okay? That's your security guy. You hire Travis to be your security guy, and that's the end of it. Oh, he's good. Right? He shows up with you. Anybody comes near me who's trying to steal my winning lottery ticket, you gotta go through my man right here. Yo, Cappy, I love Travis. Yeah. I'm still doing all of the words that Arnold said. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm calling Key first. Mm. I mean, I don't got access to Key like that, but I'm doing the lawyer, the accountant, and the people. You got to have a squad, bro. Yeah. We're going to hug it out tonight. You know, I'm going to make my rounds around Crypto.com Arena tonight. Uh, don't gonna, get lost, though. I'm going to FaceTime Key. Hug it out with everybody. Don't get lost, though, Kevin. I'm going to FaceTime Key. All right. We're going to FaceTime Key, Sean. See if he picks up the phone. See what happens here. He's going to say something about my glasses for sure if he picks up. Keep your finger on the dump button, Laura. Yeah. No, he's not picking up. Not doing it, huh? He may be chasing down I don't know. Justin Bieber. Is he Timberlake? in LA or New York? I don't know. Or Justin Bieber? I'm not sure. Morales would know. He's probably going to text you. Yeah, Chris, if you're listening, find oh. out where Key is. Well, maybe Chris has Keyshawn's phone. Nah, and he's like, up. I'm not answering. He may not. Yeah. That's nah, fine. We'll try later. All right. Um, yeah, I would call him first. Nah, not I me. was just going to ask him if I win the Powerball, can I call you, can I call you to ask for your attorney and your accountant? It's the first guy you call, huh? A hundred percent. I just FaceTimed him right now. You don't think I'd call him if I actually won the lottery? You know what? I would say that you should probably think about somebody else because he ain't answering your call. Nah, he'd pick up eventually. I just got to text him first. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> All right. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right. Cappy, Darvinham. Yeah. One cannot live on ham alone, but... Darvin Ham has laid down the law about the goals for this team for the next 23 games. Okay. Lindsay, Laura, let me hear from Darvin Ham. The goal is for us to come out and try to be the best version of ourselves with each game, but definitely, you know, we can go and secure a spot. That, you know, that that is our goal right there. And, and if we fall into a play-in situation, so be it. But our number one goal is to go secure a spot, not just to, you know, throw games off here and there and just, just wish for a play-in. We want to go secure a spot. I mean, listen, you started the season 2-10. and 10. You need to, at some point, go 10-2. and two. 
Check that. Uh, 11 and 2, 12 and 2, 13 and 2. You, you got to make up. I know you just gave me a look like that's ridiculous, but I'm just making the point that you've got to go on some kind of a winning streak because you dug this giant hole. You've been telling me for the last week about the first 20 games of an NBA season are more being, indicative of how you're going to do down the road, like in the playoffs, than the last 20. So you were 2 and 10 in the first 12. Right. You got to make up for that at some point. And I love that Darvin Ham is not talking about, well, here's our goal. We're going to just try and scratch and claw and squeeze our way into the plan. That's really all we, that's really all our goal is just to try and get nice, into the plan. Nice, as we're going for the six seed. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Set your goals high. If you don't get to the six seed, maybe it's the seven, maybe it's the eight. Nonetheless, you're not just squeaking your way in on the 10. No, you got to try to win every game. Like there's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And, you know, you're not going to win them all. But if you can win 14 or 15 of them, you're in decent shape. If you can win 18 or 19 of them, of course. You've built a lot of momentum. And now everybody in the league is like, uh, okay. They got it right at the exact perfect time. They all started to gel. They're all trending upward. We don't want to see those guys. That's so why you got to sell it in the locker room, George. Yeah, and that's how he's selling it. Right. That's right. actually what Kendrick Perkins said. It's why you and Perk are, are vibing. Right. That and I think he's going to be a best-selling author. I don't know if you realize that. I'm not sure I do, uh, but also I think it's the uh, whole French bulldog thing. I think you know, there, there's a there is the we're, connection. We're there. Frenchy daddies. Yeah, exactly. You know? Let me hear from Perk. This team right here, they have everything and more, in my opinion. The only thing in question is the health of Anthony Davis. But when it comes down to the Western Conference. It's a few teams that don't want to see this Laker team. And thank God for the play-in tournament. It was the best thing that the NBA could possibly uh, do. And so when I'm looking at it right now, they just have to go on, what, a five- or six-game winning streak, what they're capable of doing, and get into the play-in to get into the postseason. This team will be dangerous. They will be the most dangerous eighth seed in NBA history, in my opinion, (laughs) if they get into the playoffs, which I think they will. Yeah, on God for real. Way to go, Perk. Zach Lowe. Don't tell me, Zach Lowe, I got to see it. They've never done it. No. You got to be positive about it. You got to think about what the mindset is inside that locker room. Mm-hmm. 5'11", Cy. Um, you got you to gotta believe. That's why I keep trying to convince you that we're going to win the pickleball tournament. But I can't seem to, to reach you. By the way. Quick side note, Kendrick Perkins, soon to be, um, what did you say? Best-selling author. author. Yeah. His his book just came out this week. And today, mm-hmm. if you want to go to Barnes & Noble at the Grove, you can get your book signed. He's going to be there at 7 o'clock. By Big tonight. Perk. Yep. Uh, maybe he wants to come to the Laker game at halftime, hang out with us. I did, he's going to be signing. Yeah, I, I did talk yeah. to him. He's going to be at the game. Um, I mean, at the book signing. And, and what's his book about? Anybody know? It's a memoir. Yeah, it's about his life. The oh, Education really? of Kendrick Perkins. If he weren't on ESPN and he weren't such a great talker and he released a book and I was like, oh, this former NBA basketball player, big deal. But the fact that he's on TV and he's so fun to watch and listen to. He's very lovable. I love that guy. Yeah. And I really want to dress like him. Like I want to wear- No, you can't. Yes, no. I want to wear an all black like thing. No, no, Like a schmata right here. And then I want to wear like one of those big medallion silver necklaces. No, 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 no. I would look- fire no no you put you look ridiculous no man you'd look so no stupid. for real dude you'd look so stupid <laughs> they'd put up my resume on espn on the lower third graphic and people would read it and they go why is he dressed like that yeah who is this guy <laughs> yeah. uh all right real quick before we move on did you see this Charles Barkley story? Because I did not text this to you, I don't think. Which did one? I? Which Charles Barkley story? About where he goes oh, off? Oh, yeah, I did actually text this to you. Where he goes off? Yeah, I don't remember what I texted you anyway. 
No, there's no audio. But Charles Barkley, I love Charles. Yeah. But he said KD must win a championship on his own to earn respect. Um, let me tell you something. Oh. I don't think this is not him joining the 72 win Warriors yeah. or whatever, 73 win Warriors. This Phoenix team, yeah, they won 60 games or whatever it was last year. This is not the same team they had last year, not by any stretch of the imagination. They literally have Chris Paul is not. I love Chris Paul, okay? Chris Paul is not the same player he was even a year ago. Mm-hmm. He's 38 years old. And Devin Booker's hurt, has been hurt. Right. And, and they got Durant, rid of all their depth yeah. to trade for Durant, who's been hurt. But I think what Charles Barkley was saying was, you know what? Like It's very annoying to watch a guy like Kevin Durant try and build a super team, fail at it, and then take off and destroy one franchise while trying to jump on somebody else's bandwagon and another franchise. And what Charles was saying is, old guys like us, we don't have respect for you guys doing this. I actually think the opinion is shared by many. You're right. The Suns this year are not what the Warriors were when he joined them. No. But he's he's gotten out of one mess to go jump on somebody else's bandwagon. And he may be the best player on their team, and he may lead them to a championship. The Phoenix Suns, though, to your, like they weren't... They're the fifth seed. They're four games over 500, for God's sake. Like, what are we talking about here, Chuck? We're talking about a team that was in the finals. Was it last year or the year before? Two years ago. Okay, so that's what he's talking about. You know, you still have your two key and pieces. And their second best player has gotten older. Way older. Listen, I'm with Chuck, okay? I'm with Charles Barkley. And I like being with Charles Barkley because if I'm not with him, he might pick me up and throw me through a window. I want to be with this man right here. Yeah. You, maybe you get picked up and thrown. Yeah. Seriously, he may not play that game with you. I think Charles loves me because I disagree with him all the time. Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. I mean, he's... I have the real cell phone for Charles. You do? Not. He has two How many has he got? Oh, two. Yeah. Most guys, he I would ca- think he'd have he, like he four. He calls it... He has the real fo- cell phone and he has the fake one for dummies, I believe he called. Okay, and you actually get the real and one. And I text him. I said, is this the real one? He says, no, you get the real one. Oh, really? You yeah. know why? Yeah. Because you're a real one. Maybe. That's why. I don't know. But I don't agree with him. I rarely agree with him. I love him to death, but I rarely agree with him. I agree with him. Yeah. He's seems, the funniest person on television. Seems though. like guys like me, Stephen A., Charles Barkley, Perk. Like, do you notice a pattern that it's like me and those three guys yeah. always seemingly aligned? Yeah. Do you guys notice that? Yeah. Doesn't mean you're right. No. It means that they're probably listening going, this Kaplan is a freaking genius. <laughs> Say what he said on first take. <laughs> This guy Kaplan knows his basketball. You'd be surprised. Stephen A. listens to a lot of radio. Well, I would think this is probably one of his faves. Yeah. Hey, coming up next, Radio Tinder, because we're only on for another 14 minutes. Mm. We're turning it over to Slee and Michael after this. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks, Christopher. Hold on, let me let him sing. I love Pinocchio. Yeah. Sure you do. <laughs> that Pinocchio ride at Disneyland gets a little scary for a second. Just saying. Really? Yeah. Huh. Don't you think? I don't know. I never really thought about it. but Yeah, it's like, I mean, if you're a child, I feel like it gets a little... Well, there's a bunch of rides at... Disney that can get a little scary for a little kid, for sure. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, that's that's another one. Yeah. How about Dumbo? That's scary? That no. No, that one's easy. That one's it's super like, cute. Hey, my daughter flying loves little elephant. Just go up and down. Just yeah, gives me on. a stomach Petrified of this thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've only been to Disneyland once, right? I know. My daughter just hit me up. She's like, Dad, I'm coming home for spring break. Laker game? Disneyland? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, go during spring break. There's not going to be anybody there. It's a long spring break. <laughs> Seriously. Laura's face. I don't even know when spring break she is. She like almost fell off her chair yeah. laughing. When is spring break? Like, I don't know. Is there official spring break? Well, it depends. They're, they're all different. It's basically from like the end of March until yeah. the end of April. But different like schools and like districts have different spring breaks. So there's always it's always going to be packed. Yeah. Yeah. The key mm-hmm. is to not go around like the week before or after Easter because that's oh. when a lot of places have spring break. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What do you got, Linz? All right, guys. So. We've heard all about Aaron Rodgers and this darkness retreat. Oh my God, it ended today, right? Well, the the terms of the deal, the darkness retreat, was that he would spend <laughs> four nights and four days in complete darkness, silence, and isolation. In Oregon. Right. And, and he was doing this, of course, in an effort to clear his mind and find his path forward and hopefully emerge with a decision on whether or not he wants to retire. Well, he bailed three days in. What? Did you guys hear that? He didn't finish the day, the fourth day? Nope. He did not finish the fourth day. And he has reportedly emerged from the facility, which was a 300 square foot room with no light whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has not yet come forward with his decision about his NFL future. Mm-hmm. Since... Aaron Rodgers only made it three days on the darkness retreat. How many days do you think you'd make it? Oh, my God. Like three hours. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't do it. What if you were paid? Okay, that's different. Depends on how much. <laughs> Depends on how much. Remember, I asked now you- now I got a goal. Yeah, remember know? I asked you about that one um, movie that I watched where these people were just, it was like a husband and wife in this just empty room with nothing but a bed. No, I- yeah, I don't love it. And they yeah. had to stay for like, I don't know, like a month or something. So oh, so for, for three days, you think you can make it that long, Cappy? Um, if there was like a really serious cash reward at the end of it all, I might be able to stick it out. But if it were just me, like Aaron Rodgers, like, yo, I'm coming here. My goal is to clear out my head, make some decisions in my life. And the darkness and the quiet and the still of it all is going to help me. I don't think I can make it. I mean, I really don't. You guys know me. I'm overconfident about everything. I don't think I can make it. Yeah, no, I don't even love when it's like cloudy outside. I get like depressed when it's cloudy. I have what they call a seasonal, seasonal. affective disorder. Yeah. So, sad. Said? Sad. 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 Seasonal sad. affective disorder. Effective. When I lived in Connecticut, I hated the uh, the winters there. It was brutal. So you say it's the abbreviation is sad? Yeah. Whereas I thought effective was with an E? It's with an A. Yeah. Yeah. Said. Hmm. I didn't know you had that. 
You okay? You gonna be all right? I'm gonna be okay. Okay. I mean, I may it's be cloudy out today. Tomorrow, it's cold. No, it was freezes. beautiful by my house after oh, the morning. It okay. was only cloudy for a little while, and then, um, but tomorrow is gonna be miserable because I ran through some heavy rain yeah. today. So when soaked. I'm in a bad mood tomorrow, you'll know why. Okay. Because I'm sad. Did you have one Literally. of those lights when you uh, lived in Bristol? They have those lights, and it's you're supposed to be like sit in front of it, and it is supposed to help no. stimulate. The, oh, really? the effect of uh, the sunlight, yeah. No, I just learned that literally, like from January to April, it's just all gray all the time. I, I couldn't leave in Seattle. Oh no, I love going to Seattle in like the um, in the summer. It's beautiful. No, I couldn't go in I summer. Mean, I, it's gorgeous. When you catch the right day in Seattle, yeah. you're like I could live here. When you catch the right day in San Francisco, I could live oh, here. Yeah, see, the, San Francisco is also too. The, the next day, yeah. the next day it's freezing, yeah, windy Rainy. and gray, and yeah. you're like I got to get out of this place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I could do like a couple days, but I can't do like forever there. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. I was surprised the first time I ever went to San Francisco. I thought it was like, oh, California's going to be warm. I, 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 and- don't, I don't mind an occasional gloomy day because it's kind of like relaxing. You can just kind of chill. Like when I went to Oregon this summer, we went to the, a beach town. And the first day we got there, it was like super cloudy, foggy, the whole thing. And it was kind of cool because you'd never been there. And I actually, and in the morning, the marine layer is really thick there. You think it's bad here. It's super bad there. Um, and I ran into Neil Everett. I think I told you this story. He mm-hmm. lived, he's from there originally, and he has a house there in this little town we were in. We ran into him, him and his wife. And uh, But every other day was beautiful. But they basically told me, only go there in the summer because every other day is like what you saw the first day. Yeah. I know I get freaked out in June. They call it June gloom. Yeah, yeah. And I just, the whole month, if it's gloomy like that, I'm miserable. Yeah. So I'm a tropical brother, as I have explained So you, you also guys. have said- I didn't know I had it. Now you know. I mean, it's never been diagnosed. And knowing is half the battle. I just yeah. diagnosed you there. Okay, gotcha. Wait, yeah. why Why is it June gloom? Is that is that a thing in San Diego? It's a in thing still, in like, here, Southern California. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've only lived here for like six years. Yeah, I mean, you haven't figured that out in June it rains? Uh, no, I mean. Just by the beach, again, it's cloudy. In yeah. comparison to where I've lived in the past, it's wonderful. So, yeah, it, you dri- know. it drizzles a little bit and it's cloudy. Yeah, he's right. I can handle it. All right, good for you. Well, you're, you grew up in Ohio. Tough. That's because you're I, tough. I mean, this is this. I mean, like, Ohio every day. Is yeah, cloudy. we're soft. Like Clinton said the other day, there's a reason I moved away from the Midwest. Like, no thanks. I don't yeah. know. The first time I went home after moving out here, I was like, nope, never living here again. I needed to sit in my car and wait for my nephew to get off the bus because it was too cold for me. I'm soft, totally. All right, well, next three one. of us. Yeah, Spotify and four of us. just rolled out a new feature. Uh, Cappy, I guess you're probably not going to participate in this because you don't have Spotify because you still use Pandora. I do use Spotify on occasion. I listen oh, to some okay. podcasts there. Okay. Well, well, then this Sit applies Cap. to you. Yeah, what's the deal? Tell me. So they're uh, rolling out a new feature that they're calling a personalized DJ in your pocket. Mm-hmm. The new DJ feature creates a custom playlist based on your listening habits and provides interesting information about the track, the album, or the artist through a synthesized AI voice. Okay. Spotify says it, quote, knows you and your music taste so well that it can choose what to play for you. Mm-hmm. So does Spotify's new DJ feature sound like something that you want to try, Cappy? Swipe left or swipe right? You know what? I'm going to swipe right. Hit me with some journey, you know? Ooh, anytime that you want me. Some old school journey, you know? I mean, if they're going to be able to build that for me through AI, you know, they have all the information, right? They know everything about me already, you know? Yeah, I'm swiping left. I don't really care. No, don't care. Yeah, I'm out. Out on Spotify. Yeah, I mean, it's all right. I don't really use Spotify that much. Mm. I'm more of an Apple person. I was going to say, I use Apple Music and I just use like... A lot of times when I do like the Lindsay's Lindsay's playlist or Lindsay Station or whatever, and it just kind of does the same thing. It's supposed to pick songs for you. Yeah, they are not songs that like. I'm like, how did this even get on here? Why do they think I'd like this? Yeah, and I like. I'm a big fan of their playlists because I don't listen to music on the radio, so I think that this will be good. I'm gonna try it. All right, I'm gonna check it out right now. Oh, yeah, 
You going to tell us what the first song is that the DJ picks for you? So what do I do? I just say, I mean, I, I guess I got to try now. I got to figure it out. Can't I just like put on Spotify? <laughs> That's a whole other thing. Right, have them tell me, hey. Can't you just be like, Spotify, right, here, DJ. Here's our yeah, new- Yeah, it's not like your remote. Here's our new thing. If I, what, what's it called? Spotify DJ. Spotify DJ. I'm just saying that out loud. Just saying it out loud while the Spotify app is open. Maybe it'll just AI me. I was just going to say, maybe you could like, do you have the, an AI app? You could probably get an answer from that. Let's see if it just comes up. Yeah. Speaking I, of AI, are you guys in on that? On AI as like a Like the whole? chat, the chat thing? Oh, the chat, chat GBT? GBT? No, I haven't used it. Me neither. But I'm going to start immediately. I mean, I don't know about that, but. As soon as we're off the air. No, you're not. You're so full of crap. No, while I wait for the Laker game. You're just going to chat GBT? Gonna, I thought you were going to go out with Greg or something. I'm going to research it. With Bergman. Well, I'm going to go over to the arena and make my presence felt. Yeah? Yeah. Are you going to go say hi to McMiniman? I'm going to probably go say hi to LeBron. Did you, are you I mean, last time you said you stood next to him and you just waited for him to recognize you and he didn't. He has I mean. no idea who I am. <laughs> no idea. All right, we're done here. All right, Kaplan, excellent work. Nice job. Great job, Lindsay and Laura. Slee and Michael are coming up next.